Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Let's talk about some potential trends in the fashion industry for 2022. We're talking about both menswear and womenswear here. Keyword potential because while I would like to think I can predict the future, I can't sadly and all of these things could be a huge flop in 2022. I just don't know. Plus fashion is a pretty fickle subject and it's pretty cyclical so things that are typically unpopular at a certain period of time tend to cycle in and out and I think the cycle we're in right now is a pretty interesting cycle if you ask me. Also this is a video podcast so if you're listening to the audio version and want to tune into the video version you can do so by going to my YouTube channel which is just Drew Joyner and then going over to the video podcast playlist and that's where this video will live for the remainder of its life and the audio is on the Beyond the Garment podcast so if you just want to listen to audio like if you're on a road trip or something like that you want to listen to the podcast beyond the garment podcast is your destination so let's get into the first subject at hand which is probably one of my favorite aspects of fashion footwear i talk about footwear quite often on tiktok on instagram on wherever and i love talking about footwear because for whatever reason like you can have a strong strong outfit but if your feet if what's on your feet aren't hidden it changes the entire kind of dexterity, it changes the entire look of the outfit, in my opinion. So um, all jokes aside, I think footwear is a very important part of any type of personal styling. So I think in 2021, almost forgot the year, we had some pretty interesting footwear that was showcased throughout the year, both in menswear and in womenswear. Early on, like there was a pretty strong obsessive nature or obsessiveness around Jordan 1s and Dunks, and I think the prominence of the Birkenstock Boston and just clogs just continue to be on the rise um, throughout 2021, clogs more specifically, Jordans and Dunks being early 2021. And I think other brands and other items in footwear that rose to popular popularity were like the Loafer, and I think New Balance did a fantastic job with sneakers um, and growing their market share of you know having New Balance shoes showcase more and more on what people are wearing. I don't know why I said that like that. That was very weird, but you get my point. And I think heading into 2022, there will just be more of a rise in non-traditional footwear being at the forefront of what's popular, what's trending. I think a lot of times, especially when it comes to sneaker culture or when it comes to just footwear in general, there's kind of been a, there was a, a huge surge in sneakers becoming very accessible, very popular. Their sneaker culture was really on the uprise. And I think now we're kind of coming off of that honeymoon phase of, of hyped sneakers. And a lot of people are searching for and looking for more nuanced style of footwear. And that is going to play out um, very prominently in 2022. I think some of the early examples of this were, were brands and designers such as Miyahar Yasuhiro. I think what the Yeezy brand did as well um, with the kind of obtusely shaped boots and anything that features like a, a Vibram outsole. I think that was kind of the premonition of what 2022 is going to look like. And now going into 2022, I think you're going to see a lot more of Yasuhiro obtusely shaped clogs and just, yeah, a lot of, a lot of Vibram, which we'll get to. <laughs> I, I definitely don't think that Vibram outsoles have reached the peak of 
their cultural relevance in the cultural zeitgeist of fashion and footwear, that's for sure. Uh, for those who don't know, you know, Vibram is an Italian manufacturer that creates outsoles, creates the bottom layer of particular shoe silhouettes, whatever, you know, whatever shoe silhouette, come to Vibram and say, hey, I want to make a shoe with a Vibram outsole, and they will put on that outsole, and they're known to be very quality, have a lot of quality, they're known to be rugged, they're known to be long-lasting, and they are Italian-made, so that is kind of the that is kind of the story of what Vibram brings to the table. And to be honest, I think the rise of Vibram probably deserves its own video in some capacity, whether it be like a discussion video on YouTube, because I feel like if I go back two, three years, while Vibram outsoles were still something that was uh, that's something that existed and existed in a lot of products, it seems like more and more people are. Uh, talking about using, buying, and more companies are acquiring Vibram outsoles for their footwear than ever before. And I think that that kind of leads into the next category for what I predict in 2022 um, when it comes to just trends in general. Like I said, for footwear, to kind of summarize it, we're going to see more kind of unique nuanced shoes, whether that be kind of one-offs of boots or one-offs of, you know, Vibram outsold shoes or sneakers or footwear or kind of Miyahari Yasuhiro types of shoes. Um, those things are just going to become more prominent. And I think that we're almost in a way, I, I feel as though this will happen, maybe not 2022 early, but later there will not be a predominant, you know, sneaker brand that holds the culture. I think I think for the longest time, I think the way I've always viewed footwear is that, you know, you have the biggest brand at the time is going to be kind of the market leader and whatever they're doing, it typically tri it trickles down to, you know, what everyone else is doing as well. So I think about like in 2016, I think about how when Adidas had boost, uh, they had a very popular running shoe. And what the trickle down effect was there in 2016 is that a lot of other companies came out with high quality, comfortable running shoes. Fast forward a little bit, you know, you have the Off-White 10 collection, you have what Virgil did, and then that trickles down into a more deconstructed look on a lot of the shoes and, and a very kind of um, artistic take on a lot of shoes. I think that led into, once again, having more of like dad chunky silhouettes and the dad chunky silhouette, whether that be through Yeezy again or through what Nike was doing or with collaborated artists, trickle down. So, for me, I think that the biggest trickle down will be this idea of, you know, not, there won't be one sneaker brand that has and controls all of the kind of cultural clout. There will be multiple pockets. And I think that as the world becomes bigger and more people get introduced to fashion, the pockets will continue. Oh, no, I knocked over my man. I knocked over my buddy right here, man. If, you, if you're watching the video podcast, you know. Anyways, there will be more... Um, just nuances all throughout. I think that's. I think the world of, of footwear for fashion is becoming more and more complex with more, more and more players, much more players. And it kind of leads me to where I think that maybe the if if there is a proverbial like top type of style or a very high up type of style that kind of leads the culture or leads a lot of people in a particular way. I think that what I'm seeing a lot of is this hiker core outdoors man slash woman clothing style gorb core which has been popular in 2021, but I feel like what I'm seeing is I'm seeing so much of it in the news. Every brand is coming out with their own hiker, Vibram outsold shoe or jacket, and I just see it becoming a bigger trend in 2022 where you know even more people are wearing 
Arcteryx-like jackets. More people are wearing kind of hiker core type shoes and silhouettes and and clothing. And um, it's just going to be more prevalent. And I think the first reason why more people are gravitating towards this look is because of the functionality piece of it. I think subconsciously, when you think about hiking core or you think about gorp core, you think about like clothing that's built for extreme conditions. So whether you're like hiking or if you're in rain or if you're in snow, like you have to have clothing that's reliable. And I think all of us or all the people who buy into like that mentality or buy into that clothing, they think that there's some type of value that they'll get from wearing clothing that is built for these conditions. If they wear them in a more kind of metropolitan area, then they have nothing to worry about if it rains, if something happens, if maybe your your jacket gets caught on something, it's not going to tear. I think a lot of people like that ability to have clothing that is built with uh, intent and built to last. Some of the brands I definitely have to mention that are I feel like are leading leading the charge are Solomon, Arcteryx, um, A Cold Wall is another one I've been following along with. And I think so many others are also just getting into the game, man. I, I recently saw um, a R Legacy, I think it was called a Yeti boot. And it had, a, of course, it had the Vibram outsole. And it was this like kind of like very slender in the ankle area, elongated boot that looked really, really good. And it just goes to show like I just I feel like I see these kind of boots every other day, maybe because it's the winter season here in the northern hemisphere and boots are popular. But I just there's something about it where I feel like a lot of people are engaging in this kind of hiking core, gorp core aesthetic look. And I feel like it'll only grow in prominence because it was bubbling up in 2021 and it, it, i don't think it's reached its peak yet so i think 2022 could be its peak or it could be still bubbling up even more i think a great great example of how it's been bubbling up is i actually saw a uh, jordan one made out of gore-tex it was an air jordan one gore-tex upper now if that doesn't say anything about what kind of trends are going on or what's becoming the most popular kind of style and fashion or in in footwear I don't think anything else will. When when Jordan starts making Gore-Tex Jordans, uh, it's a very interesting time for sure. So I think that, that the popularity of those items and the popularity of Gorbcore is just going to continue in 2022, like I've been saying. So in preparation for this video, I was doing a bit more research and for this episode, and, and, and I, I read a lot of large publications and a lot of them mentioned the advent or the increase in extremely wide pants, right? Like very, very wide pants. And I can understand that. I think that wide fitting trousers and jeans and pants have once again been on the uptrend. More and more people are wearing them. You have obviously in the street space, you have a lot of people wearing double knees. In the high fashion space, you have a lot of wide fitting trousers. Um, so you still have a lot of skinny ones as well, but I feel like what I'm looking at and what more people are complimenting and what, what more people are just giving more love to are the wide fitters, <laughs> the wide fitters. So I think that, and, and what I what I read is that more people will be wearing even wider pants. One of the reviews I recently watched about the Yeezy Sulphur boot is that they are so wide that, you know, even your traditional wide fitting pants do not kind of drape over the top of that shoe because it's so wide. So things like that, if you have more nuanced footwear, you have to have a different style of pant that also fits with that footwear. And I think wide fitting pants, because we're in a moment where I think a lot, a lot of people, not everyone, but a lot of people like to have their 
pants drape over their shoes, whether it be a boot, whether it be a sneaker or a loafer, they like to have it draped over depending on their personal styling. I feel like a lot of people are also going to gravitate towards wider fitting pants even more so in 2022. And as a result, you're going to have a lot more product offerings for wider fitting pants at varying price levels. And obviously, like it's going to be different for everyone. Everyone's body type is a little bit different. And I think it's important, like I'm going to be making a video about this. I'm going to be making a video about body type, proportions, and silhouette because I think that uh, just throwing on any willy dilly pant for yourself is not the best idea and just to follow the trend. I'm saying that what the trends will be. So obviously, if you have an idea of things that you want to look for in the future, you can look for them. But I think all of us have different body types. And so because we all have different body types, maybe the widest fitting pant won't look the best. Maybe it's better to go with more of a regular or a straight fit. Maybe you enjoy the skinny fit and you just want to wear skinny jeans. And that's great. And it's, it's all about personal styling at this point. You know what I mean? So don't allow the trends to be the only thing you pay attention to. It's just kind of fun to talk about what maybe will be in the future, right? So, so like I said, right now we're in the midst of fall winter for here in the Northern hemisphere. And maybe you're in like the spring going into the summertime for the Southern hemisphere, or you're in the summertime. I think that for us here in the Northern hemisphere, one of the bigger things that's going to be happening is that you're going to see a lot more bright and loud colors starting the new year off you know, as spring begins to roll around. One of the popular kind of less talked about trends or just ideas in fashion recently is just the um, popularity of muted tones, very kind of earthy colors, and just very subtle colors, right? I think that's what we're seeing a lot of. Like, for example, I'm wearing this, you know, Edward Joyner brown crest hoodie. And I think that this hoodie is an example of kind of what moment we're in for fashion as it relates to colors a lot of browns a lot of olives a lot of grays a lot of blacks and things like that but i think when spring rolls around you're going to see a lot more bright colors whether they be pinks or you know neon greens or just fluorescent greens or blues and just different colors that you don't traditionally see in these months leading into the fall and the winter but i even even in you know summer i feel like the summer of 2021, a lot of the color palette was this more muted color palette, and you might see a bit more just color variation coming into 2022. So, but what do you think is going to be in 2022? Those are kind of my list of things that I feel like will be happening in 2022. I can't predict like the exact type of model that Nike is cooking up or the exact model that Guidi is cooking up or Christian Dior or Louis Vuitton or whatever. I, I don't know. Like we'll, we'll see when, when, when we see, um, and we'll see what, catches fire and what kind of falls into irrelevancy which it's always fun to to see because there's always there's always new product being made someone right now is designing you know the hottest thing or has already designed it's in production the hottest thing of 2022 and only time will tell whether or not the public views it as that or if it ends up as a flop, like I said. So thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Give it a five-star review if you're watching or if you're listening on Apple Music. If you're watching on the YouTube channel, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to watch this video. Leave a comment down below your thoughts and your comments. I want to continue to cultivate community as it pertains to fashion and it pertains to footwear and everything else that I do on the channel. So comment your thoughts. I'm curious to hear what you think. As always, I'm spreading peace, love, and positivity in 2021. So that means I'm spreading peace, love, and positivity to you. Wherever you are in the world, have a wonderful rest of your day. We'll see you on next week's episode. Peace. Abianto.